0: Only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. Let's go Let's cook. Let's, eat. Let's eat. 3CR 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 11.30 until noon. And 3CR proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and paying respects to elders past, present and emerging. Also acknowledging our queer original inhabitants, including sister girls and brother boys for their unique contributions to diversity on and around the lands. And welcome to people of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Well, um, lots to talk about on the show today at around quarter past 20 past 12, if you're listening live on the Sunday, um, having a chat to Tristan from All the Queen's Men about the coming back out ball, which is on in October, but you better start um Bo now, or getting a ticket if you are over sixty five we'll be talking about that and what that's all about um so having a good chat about that and having some music, which is why I opened up today as much as of course it's a fantastic new album from Paul Kelly, Life is fine um opened up with his the track on there called Leah the sequel um only Paul Kelly, I think, could do a track that follows on from a Roy Orbison song of the say of the name Leah. Which the one one of another Australia's great musicians, Broderick Smith, covered uh, many years ago, um well, there's not saying that what is it all beer is good, but some beer is better than other, so from now on, Paul Kelly is beer because all Paul Kelly albums are good, I have got to say this one's better, it's really, really excellent um Paul Kelly, of course, a long-time supporter of three c r but um playing it because it's fantastic music, lots of great friends, vicar and Linda Bull on a very humorous song called My Man's Got a Cold Takes. Lead vocals, Don't Explain, with Linda on lead. Um, absolutely sensational. Lots of great musicians, in the words of a music expert. No, I certainly wouldn't call them myself that, but do yourself a favour. Um, life is fine. Paul Kelly, out now. Out is a good way to be, if it's safe, of course. Well, it was certainly there were people out and about yesterday, of course, um, at the equal love rally in Melbourne, um you know the more conservative estimates put the crowd at fifteen thousand, which is the biggest in I think possibly the biggest ever, but the front page of the age um has said more than twenty thousand i mean it 's always hard to estimate crowds i 't you know you can 't really get people to click at a free rally, can you um on that sort of thing and get exact numbers like a football match or something but Absolutely huge, bigger than a drag queen's hairdo, sort of thing. Um, and I think the thing from—I wasn't there, unfortunately. I want to talk about why I wasn't. I'll just give my give my Epstein's mother excuse now. For those who remember, welcome back, Cotter. I've got a note. Um, was a trans family yesterday, which, if I get time today, I want to have a talk about. But from all reports, the thing that blew it away yesterday was the number of broader community allies heterosexual, cisgender, body. Well, we don't know if people were body-expected or not, I suppose, but just allies in general. And I think this is the cruncher in this campaign. Um, You know, this idea that, you know, you often hear the extreme end of um, people who, for all intents and purposes, whether they want to say so or not, are opposed to LGBTI. You gay people, you homosexuals, you're 1% of the population. You know, well doesn't really matter, of course, what the percentage is. The point is that the majority of um, people are very, very supportive. And I've got to say, this is not just en masse like it is yesterday. I had a very nice experience during the week. One of my accounting workplaces, or that's what I do there, I rocked in, I'd um, borrowed their laptop to do some stuff that was specifically related to work, Um, had the paperwork, thought I'd better drop it back because it's theirs, pop in and one of my colleagues says, I really need to apologise to you. And I'm thinking hang on a second, what have I, what's she done? She sent me the wrong version of a spreadsheet or something. No, that's not her. She's very calm and competent. And then she goes on to say, for the outrageous way you're being treated by this government. It's the little little bits of allyship like that, that it's not easy at the moment. There's a lot of LGBTI plus people and we'll say direct families um, who are doing it stressfully um, and possibly worse. Um, It's going to be in, of course, queer people... And direct families are amazing, resilient, creative and all that sort of stuff. But we might just need a battery cable over the next few months at least. Um, Well, depending, of course, on how the high court challenge turns out. Um, Let's say if it's 6th of September, today's the 27th, uh, about 11 days to go. And we'll know uh, at the time of broadcast. Um, May all hearts and minds be with our legal team and those who are organising the challenge. I, of course, the last thing I claim to be is a lawyer. um, No bits of law, which I want to talk about in a minute. Hmm. Um, On another story. But, um, yeah, if the postal tree-wasting support of the timber industry exercise goes ahead, um, it's not going to be easy. Yes, all reports are huge. And looking at the front page of the Sunday Age today where you've got half of it in a picture with the caption, Big Love, more than 20,000 people rallied. And then you've got um, pages of stuff inside, Um, also acknowledging nothing to do with Out of the Pan, but I do have to say I like the caption for the story on the late Drew Morfitt. Well played, son. Um, Yes, well, well played to all who are at the rally of any gender. Of course, I forgot to welcome people of all genders, including but not uh, limited to ladies and gentlemen. Page eight... um, Two thirds of a page, including a picture on the story of the rally, Um, a third talking about how most Catholics back marriage equality, which is what we're calling it on this station because that's our individual freedom, even if the ABC's been got at, um, allegedly in someone's opinion, Um, an editorial, all sorts of stuff. That other um, tree, um, well, I suppose we have to call it a newspaper that comes out today, um, about an eighth of a page at the bottom right-hand corner of page two. Oh dear, um, anyway, um, uh, yes, um, so that's a good start, uh, as I say we've possibly got some distance to travel um, and we're going to, as I say, need lots of battery charging um, allies and you know, refuelling type of um, stuff along the way but we'll give it a shot and we'll get there. So hang in there everyone, it's not easy, um, lots of strain out there, um, we'll see how we go. Uh, Melina's um, uh, messaged in Hey Melina, an amazing day Love Melbourne and its strong support Amongst many allies, awesome Yep, that's pretty much the sentiment out there um, Really huge um, So good to see that But we can't just focus on marriage Because there been some developments um, Dykes on bikes leading the march as well Always good to see those dykes on bikes It is one of my ambitions One year in Pride March that I'll hang on very tightly to some spunky dyke on bike um, at the start of the march, then race back and march with biolights and transgender Victoria as usual. Um, yes, um, hmm. Yeah, I, well, put it out to the universe, as they say. Unfortunately, sometimes events within our community can be marred by a few slips. It was notable that one person I've seen a. A um, clip of this on Facebook used the term ladies and gentlemen a bit. Someone else said the same person used gay marriage. Equality. Please use marriage equality and remember that people who have something other than male or female on their birth certificates, um, non-binary trans- um, people under the T and TGD, and some intersex people are affected by this as well. And We've got to make sure we get true marriage equality for all Australian couples. Of course, we if the postal vote goes ahead... We're yet to see what's actually going to be written, so you've got to be a bit careful here. It could be the question could hypothetically read: Should we keep the current marriage laws the same? And if everyone rushes to vote yes, we're in deep poo-poo's. So read carefully. Um, that sort of thing. Look, look, look at the fine print or something. Um, you know, sort of, it's a bit like that Daffy Duck car, um, insurance salesman cartoon where he finally convinces Porky Pig that um, to buy the insurance policy. And if you get a black eye, you get a million dollars. If it's between five to four and four o'clock during a hailstorm with um, a herd of elephants and one baby zebra, yes, it all happens. Well, we've got to make sure we get all of those clauses worked out. Um, Also, sadly, on the not so good side, well, the good side is that um, there has been a piece in SBS sexuality on the Pride Centre from the point of view of a person of colour slash Indigenous Um, The bad news is that a person who to my knowledge is white has said that there's been no racism um, in the consultations in the Pride Centre and to that that person who to my knowledge is cisgender said there's been no transphobia. Oh dear. Can we please respect each other within the rainbow and um, not speak for each other? Um, Nothing for us without us on every level. So lots going on in the queer community. If I get a chance later in the show, I'll have a chat about um, as I said in my note from Epstein's mother yesterday, um, trans family, um, it's usually scheduled on the 4th. Saturday we had a workshop, um, specifically yesterday, which is why I was on duty, but sent vibes down from just north of the city down to the State Library, and well, they didn't have far to go, so they got there, but now yeah, 20,000 people. That doesn't send a signal, I don't know what, it, what doesn't, so good luck to all involved, and yeah, to everyone, keep hanging in there. Um, As noted last Sunday on the show, Waiting News, um, that the government has announced, state government in Victoria has announced support for LGBTI communities. Watch this space um, and others for details on how that's going to work out. Um, And of course, um, we're coming up. It is um, four weeks yesterday to um, uh, celebrate Bisexuality Day. Um, So that's um, something to watch out for as well. That's always a good thing to celebrate. Um, Cook up something in your pan for Bisexuality Day. Boom-tish. All right. Um, So there's all some of the news um, in um, the weefs, as Elma Fad would have said. Um, I'm now going to get some more music rolling. Um, And this seems, haven't played this one in a while... Um, A sort of ironic linkage, Jesus and His Judgmental Father is the band, Um, haven't played their track Kings and Queens in a while, and there is a reason for it, we'll have a bit, well I'm not sure how, what sort of royalty in terms of gender our next guest wants to identify with, never assume anything, Tristan will be on the phone to talk about the coming back outball after the track and some messages, 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and on demand, and of course, get in touch with the show out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com, six one four five six seven five one two one five if you're SMSing um, at Sal Gold said so if you're on Twitter and that's the bottom line and my page um on Facebook um, and in the meantime let's get um, Tristan on the line to talk very very soon. You're on out of the pan with Sally. In our listener survey earlier this year, you provided us with some great insight into what you really love about 3CR and what we could do better. We'll be working towards improving our on-air programming and look forward to your continued involvement. Remember, you can give feedback to the station anytime via our website, Facebook page, or by calling the station and leaving us a message. Thanks for listening. Oi noi from Catania, Sicily. Support 3CR Community Radio 855 AM. Streaming live at 3cr.org.au. We are
1: happy to discover this radio because in Sicily this radio does not exist.
0: 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan with Sally. Having a bit of trouble catching um, Tristan, so I have to um, roll on. Just We will reshuffle the show. Um, We are flexible live radio people of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. Well, in the meantime, um, yes, um, my Epstein's mother excuse um, for not being at the rally yesterday. Trans family, which is always scheduled on the fourth Saturday of the month, a meeting for, um, um, we'll say family in the broader sense of the word, including partners and parents, of course, of trans and gender diverse people and allies. Um, we had a special workshop yesterday. I will give a trigger warning for a slightly difficult topic. Grief and loss. Now some people scratching their might scratch their heads at that. What the heck has that got to do with parents on and friends, family of trans and gender diverse people? We often think of grief and loss in our society as only bereavement and perhaps with a focus on partners or direct family of origin. Well, of course it isn't. Grief and loss can be all sorts of things. Um you know, it can be what I've sadly went through fifteen days ago. Rest in peace, Claude the Cat, um, you know, sort of of nearly 11 years, um, who left suddenly. Um, still not quite there, but grief, of course, is a very, um, we'll say, um, you know, it's sort of a not a de- defined thing by any means, but of course it could be a pet, um, which for many people, of course, who are isolated and often, and that includes the queer communities, really, really important, um, but it could be anything you know, favourite CD or a possession. No, no, that's not a living animate object, but it still could mean something to you. We got a story not directly from the workshop yesterday, but of um, the coordinator, the fabulous Meredith from Keras Vic, who has been involved with 3CR before. Big, happy family. Um, You know, sort of talking about a woman, an older woman who'd worked all her life to get the house she wanted, including in particular, for whatever reason, the bathroom, and then... Her partner, um, you know, sort of fell ill and they had to modify it and she felt a sense of loss. Grief and loss are in all sorts of forms. And, of course, there's a whole gaggle of emotions with them, some that are obvious, sadness, anger, irritability, all that sort of stuff um, that can turn up. But um, also there were some which were sort of quite um, unexpected um, or for me anyway, personally, subjectively, less expected. One that you know obviously can hit you in terms of grief and loss is denial. Uh, does, has this really happened? Others may be less obvious, shame, guilt, abandonment, isolation. Of course, feelings are valid um, and whatever they are. There can be, let's say someone has been through a long illness, it might be a sense of relief or joy for you, but maybe you can't express that. So all sorts of things, and these of course happen when a trans person transitions, um, you know, and their family feels this. One that, to give an exa- a practical example, but that was unexpected, I was once having a conversation with a group of family members, and they said, one of them, a father of a, we'll say now at that time, 21-year-old trans man, so a signed female at birth with all the expectations that goes with that, and um, you know, sort of then, um, you know, the person transitioned, the child transitioned to their affirmed gender of male at around late teens, early 20s. And the dad was telling me I had so much grief. And I must admit, I was a, maybe hadn't had enough coffee, wasn't quite in the present moment, was on a bit of autopilot. And I'm thinking, OK, I'm probably going to hear about how I'm not going to get my to walk a daughter down the aisle in a white dress. Interestingly, and I acknowledge, yes, this could be considered gender stereotypical I didn't get a chance to kick a footy in the backyard with my son. Now, this is an example of how grief can take all sorts of forms. Let's also acknowledge the grief and loss for trans and gender diverse people when you don't get um, you know, the first part of your life or um, as the gender you really needed to be. Um, to use myself as a straw case, um, voluntarily and with consent, um, spend all of my time at an all boys school. I think it probably would have been better at to use today's language an all genders school. Um, <clears throat> maybe it would have even been better at a girls school. Um, I don't know, but it certainly would have felt more far less isolating either way. But, you know, you can uh, you know sort of go go through debates on that. But in, for someone who was at school seventies and early eighties, would have been hell anyway. I don't know, um, but we can go back and forth in today's terms of course let's have people being themselves earlier we now have it for the trans people who have got through and tell our stories you can spend a bit of a lifetime unloading baggage less baggage you have to unload the quicker you can get on with your life so um, there's all sorts of grief and loss everywhere um, for both trans people and families and both of course are valid and the feelings that go with them are valid so lots of um, you know sort of good um, thoughts going on there no question um, for for that issue. Um, we discussed lots of other things, um, sort of, you know, um, how to notice if someone might be in a state of grief or loss, you know, are they withdrawn? But they could be the other way. You could be exaggeratedly hyper happy to cover it up. These things happen. So, just, you know, it's, I suppose it's about changes in behaviour that can happen. Um, we also looked at um, other things, um, you know, sort of which of the changes that might be involved for a family member um, have some sort of emotions with them, and probably they all do. You know, if you you gave a child a toy that might be considered really gendered and they don't want it anymore, that's going to have emotions for you. So obviously, well, not obviously, that's nothing simple. It's got to come down to communication, doesn't it? How do you work it out? The common one is the fa- is the photos of a person from the first part of their life. If you're still sharing the house, Do those photos stay in one particular room, for example? Will you work it out? You know, because it could be upsetting for a trans person. Someone was discussing with me afterwards, you know, the first part of a trans person's life. How do you deal with it? I mean, I can totally, totally get that the first part of a trans or gender diverse person's life is a psychological swampland, as I call it. Um, and there's emotions to deal with there, including those connected to grief and loss. Um and not everyone wants to go to that swamp. Um I should have dug out Charlie Daniels' band The Legend of Woolly Swamp, um, to play at this point. I'd do that. But um seriously, it's a big issue and one that needs careful support from an understanding a mental health professional, including possibly family counselling if that's needed. Um, Transgender Victoria, declaring obviously my involvement with that has a list of resources on our website which is a good starting point in terms of counselling and support and groups so check that out and of course Trans Family the fourth Saturday of every month which means unfortunately because Tardai aren't really operating yet between Melbourne and Bendigo with next Sat- the fourth Saturday of September being Celebrate by Day I can't be in two places at once Oh, damn, intersectionality does have disadvantages at times. We'll work it out. Um, anyway, so lots of good tips. I'll post a few photos of some of those emotions and issues on Facebook um, in due course. But um, good things to be um, alert about. We also had a counsellor along who I'd not met before, but was experienced in trans issues. And of course, we need um, the more we can get. Ultimately, one day we would hope that every health professional was Totally a hundred per cent on all diversity, we know that unfortunately it's not the case, but good to have another one all the same, so um, yeah, a very worthwhile day, and I hope therefore um I'm not put in a corner or anything for missing the marriage rally. We will see all right, um I'll keep the music rolling. We had Jesus and his judgmental Father and the kings and queens um Let's keep the music rolling. Because um, we're going to have, um, if I can get Tristan on the show to talk about Generations. Well, if you're a classic rock fan, then that's probably given you a reasonable indicator of the next track from The Who. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and, of course, knowing no boundaries of um, classic rock with The Who, and that's from the compilation that Birch did in 1988, um, um, called Who's Better, Who's Who's Best, um, and has lots of awesome tracks, but one of my favourites, which... When I have the hangover show days and we get to play at 8 minutes 31 seconds, we'll do Won't Get Fooled Again, which I think probably needs to be a motto for our LGBTIQ communities at times. Well, um, my generation, whichever it is, we all need to acknowledge it. Um, 3CR's Out of the Pan, a show covering queers of all ages and the issues thereof and people who support across ages. And, well, one person who's doing that, is the organizer of the coming back out ball, and I've got him on the line. We've tracked him down. Um, the fabulous Tristan Meacham joins me on 3CR. Tristan, um, welcome. I think this might be your first time on Out of the Pan and 3CR. It
1: certainly is, and thank you so much for having me.
0: An absolute pleasure because we've got a—it's a fab event to talk about the coming back out ball. Where did you know? Um, was it a really good vintage of coffee, or seriously, what? Kind of, how did this idea come <laughs> about?
1: Um, Sally, this has been um, an idea that's been uh, being developed over a number of years. Um, It's been a passion um, where um, I have discovered some work when I was in London of an arts company called Ducky. And Ducky is an amazing company that works with um, different people of the community and I was so inspired by their work and wanted to um, create something similar here in in, um, in Victoria and Melbourne. But um, The genesis of the project was actually wanting to pay tribute and respect to LGBTI elders and also discovering as a young gay man some research about the um, closeting of of, uh, sexual, gender and cultural identities of some of our LGBTI Mm. elders when accessing aged care services. And of course, um, there has been a lot of work uh, that's happened since um, some of that um, reporting has was was released many years ago Uh, and and a lot of changes including rainbow ticks and and, and, and accreditation and and an awareness of uh, individuals' sexual, gendered and cultural needs in these contexts and obviously that's not just necessarily in an aged care environment as well but I guess because there was so much um, uh, uh, research about this and as a young gay man I was a little bit shocked that I wasn't cognizant of these issues and Mm -hmm. um, Uh, The Coming Back Out ball is really, um, a, I guess, a a, a big spectacle, a big celebration, a big social event that uses these issues as a way of being able to um, hopefully uh, talk about them uh, through the the idea of a big get-together. But that that, that get-together, hopefully having the ability to have some sort of social change, uh, social transformation, by bringing together uh, lots and lots and lots of LGBTI elders together in the same room, Having a huge celebration uh, in their honour, and 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 then also looking at different ways to continue um, creating uh, work and and um, opportunities and um, social interactions for um, my LGBTI elders.
0: Wow, you've summed it up really well there, and you've hit a point. Of course, you know nowadays, of course, we've got the you know Tinder and Grindr and all these lots of things, and we've got social media and internet, of course a heck of a lot more isolating in days go, gone by for LGBTI elders and of course acknowledging variation within we'll say parts of LGBTI, and i um you know um you know sort of that this um what's been the response i suppose from and we'll call we'll define elders slash seniors for this purpose um, which i think you're doing as over 65 As you've spoken with older LGBTI people, what's been the response, you know, any sort of particular responses from them that have really, you know, stayed with you?
1: Well, I think um, uh, the project is also very cognizant of making sure that we uh, are socially engaged work, uh, a socially engaged event, one that has uh, spent time with LGBTI elders, speaking with LGBTI elders and uh, collaborating with them on on the event to ensure that we are thinking about all of the different uh, needs and and experiences that um, LGBTI elders may have and also some of the desires that they would like for an event like this so i've spent a number of years which has been such a privilege uh working and talking and listening and and and, and dancing <laughs> with um lgbti elders and um the event i guess has come out of that we're hoping to curate a night that um has different perspectives that um has different performances um is working with uh, professional lgbti performers from around australia and also internationally which is really exciting. um and that the event hopefully feels um uh, quite special. Um, we're very, very thrilled through all of our project partners that for people that are, that identify as LGBTI elders over 65 that they'll be able to attend this event for free. We're looking at ways obviously to ensure that transportation is considered, which um, we, we um, are, are working with project partners um, to, to, to ensure um, accessibility at the event. Um, the event will also include um, dinner and drinks. And hopefully the entertainment will um, uh, be your top top notch. That also makes a lot of people that come to the event feel incredibly special and included. And is 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 a moment to be able to um, really acknowledge the work of pioneers that have led the way for younger generations like myself to you know, have the privileges that I that I have inherited, but also to realise that. Um, This is a generation that has lived through historical discrimination and Mm. the ease in which I'm able to express my sexuality um, hasn't been afforded to a lot of uh, my elders. And so it's also a space, a safe space for LGBTI elders who may only just be um, experiencing uh, their gender or sexual or cultural identity in a relatively new time. And that that, that we are honouring both the pioneers who have led led the way because um, they've been able to um, uh, lead, lead those ways and, and, and we'd like to honour that in, in the event, but we'd also like to acknowledge the fact that that hasn't been the case for everyone as well. So there's yeah. a variety of a, a variety of um, people's needs and, and experiences and, and what we hope to do is really, through the form of a ball which people understand, hopefully, um, which is um, about bringing people together, about food, about drink, about socialising, about great entertainment and about great... Um, Uh, dancing and and experience that this is a safe space for the whole of the LGBTI community uh, and and obviously the focus of the LGBTI elder community to come together and really feel honoured at once.
0: Yeah, it does need to be a safe space, obviously, for elders and all, and yes, getting transport to and from in terms of maybe, um, you know, sort of mobility issues Mm. and, you know, late at night, that sort of thing. But I suppose we do have to... Point out a somewhat of a an elephant in the room in terms of safety, whilst not wanting to generalise. Sometimes older generations within the rainbow haven't to use a phrase I sometimes use played nicely together. There's been transphobia, biphobia, that sort of thing um, for older say trans and bi people and others. But for everyone, how you know just how will it be ensured that it's a safe space w- within the night, so to speak, in the, in terms of those issues.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, homophobia, uh, lesbianophobia, biphobia and transphobia are still issues that uh, the whole LGBTI uh, community experience. And obviously at this time, it's been particularly hard for our community to be, um, rallied together. And I guess the outside, um, uh, pressures that we've been dealing with on a, on a social and political level has really had some significant impact. Um, the coming back out ball will probably uh, will be happening in, in, on October the seventh mm. uh, at the Melbourne Town Hall, probably at the height of a number of uh, the um, uh, postal vote and, uh, and a number of these social issues that we're having to deal with now as a community as a whole. Um, so it's been. Very, I've been very cognizant that this is a, a place for people to enjoy. Uh, it is a mixed space for all LGBTI Elders to come together. And it's, um, there's, there's um, uh, a number of processes that we will be doing. We have a number of volunteers on the evening who will be receiving training uh, in the lead-up to the event to ensure that people uh, people's individual needs are being catered for. Uh, also, that people that may not necessarily have um, a great uh, connection with other people in terms of a large um, social group that'll be there. There'll be people there to look after people, people to be there to talk with other people, but also people to monitor and, and ensure that everyone and, um, is is coming along and having a great time. Um, obviously, with the uh, curation of different performers, we've made sure that that is very clear, that there's uh, uh, performers from uh, across um, uh, different experiences and different yeah. different um, genders, uh, different Uh, sexualities. And that's been uh, a part of the, um, I guess, the strength of this work. The strength of this event is that we hopefully can absolutely show that inclusivity and diversity can sit side by side uh, without any issues. Um, You'll notice um, one of the wonderful privileges that we've had is been working with LGBTI elders, both as um, uh, a, a Personally, for me, a group of people that have been almost like a steering committee, uh, groups that have um, uh, individual that has provided me with insight into the individual needs of their community, Um, but they've also acted in the most gorgeous way of actually becoming, you know, the face of the ball as well. We've done some beautiful photo shoots with LGBTI elders, and we'll also do some filming as well to ensure that the stories and also the um, actual um, individual needs will be part of the event as well.
0: Okay, then. So lots in there. and um, yeah, But if let's say someone, okay, I'm wearing a, tra- a trans and or a bi badge and someone comes up mm. to me and says, you're not a real woman or something, which can happen, what would I do?
1: Well, we'll make sure that there are certain, um, certain, um, individuals that will be there to assist anyone that will be happening. But we'll also be briefing everyone as well to make sure that everyone knows that it is a safe space cool. and that those, um, that those issues are, are, are not to be, um, not tolerated in that space and that it is a comp- coming together of everyone. We have a ticket manager who'll be briefing everyone and calling everyone about those issues, uh, once. Tickets have been booked, so people will be briefed and p- there will also be certain areas um, of people around um, the event as well to help every, anyone that, that, right. that may experience those things. But we're being very, very clear that this is a celebration for the LGBTI community uh, and, and it, it is a mixed space and it is um, it, it is for us all to enjoy. Cool. Um, and so those, 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 um, those um, uh, awarenesses are being really built into the event.
0: Sensational. Um so lots of attention to detail there. That's really good. And the thing is looking at the list of performers, which um, you know does cover um you know a fair range of our rainbow. Um yes. Robin Archer, the fabulous um well, um listed as host, I'll go with that term. Um, um but of course Carlotta, Legend, um, Deborah Cheatham, Jerry Connolly, Kathleen Maguire, and Lois Weaver. Um so mm. it seems like a pretty Fair range there. I know definitely there we'd probably have um, L and T covered. Um, I don't know the identities of others, but the main thing is we've certainly thought about it, yeah. Mm
1: And I think... And, uh, you know, if this event is a success, we hope that there may be um, uh, the opportunity for it to happen again in a different uh, different incarnation and obviously ensure that we continue to feature um, uh, wonderful LGBTI performers across the spectrum as well. Sure, sure. Um, we're certainly thrilled that this, this event has such high calibre of wonderful, wonderful performers, each with a different lived experience that we hope also they'll share on the night as well. Um, and I, I guess part of the event also will be... Uh, some brief uh, interviews with LGBTI elders as well uh, that may not necessarily come from a performance context but have some pretty amazing uh, stories to be able to um, share during their life. And we're also very excited about some uh, wonderful performance groups from uh, from uh, Melbourne scene that we'll be announcing in, in, in the coming weeks as well, but we'll mm. also be joining this wonderful lineup as well. Yeah. Um, the event will also include beautiful dinners and drinks and also, um, of course, very importantly, a wonderful opportunity for everyone to have a wonderful
0: dance as well. Absolutely. Yes, there's been lots of um, sort of, um, you know, sort of dance sort of practice days I've noticed over the months leading up to it. Um, No amount of dance practice could save me. I got thrown out of the Peter Garrett dance school, but um, (laughs) as I always say, but, um, you know, look, there's lots of dancing and well, I've got to put in the other bad gag from one of my friends. There's a, th- what is it? Um, there's a three-course meal, beer, wine, and soft drinks. You get beer for entree and wine, wine for mains. No, that's not okay go there. But, um, you know, look, it, there is lots of, um, you know, sort of amazing stuff happening. So that's um, just, yeah, mega awesome. Um, and, you know, there's also lots of aims listed here um, in terms of connection, support, leadership, um, you know, and also, as you say, an annual event, but also, um, you know, sort of a reverence to the elder as articulated through First Nations culture is mentioned as, is here as well. That's been thought of. So that's really important. So, yeah, this sounds like a, a proverbial cracker. So if you want to go now, as um, importantly, of course, um, mm-hmm. over 65, it's free, um, mm-hmm. if I have it right but yes, um you know full, otherwise full tickets a hundred senior concession fifty um and so how how do you book, and you know if you are someone who is over sixty five um sort of what does that necessarily just involve to yes. um to, um get involved, yeah.
1: Um, Sally, it's a great thing and I also thank you for um, mentioning our monthly dance club which is really a, um, an opportunity for everyone to get together um, throughout the year. It's an opportunity every, each and every month for us to um, get together and everyone is welcome and uh, we have had a wonderful collection of people from across the community attend that event and it has been a wonderful, uh, safe and enjoyable space as well. But for the actual ball, which is taking place on the seventh uh, of October, it's a Saturday at six PM at the Melbourne Town Hall, there are a few ways that you can book your tickets and I would recommend doing that because um tickets will um uh, get snapped up and um with our with the release of the Victorian Seniors Festival program, um I'm sure we'll have lots and lots of excuse me, bookings over the next wee while. But there are two um two ways that you can uh do that. You can Uh, If you have access to uh, online uh, the the internet, my recommendation is the simplest way would be going Mm -hmm. to our website, which is www.comingbackoutball.com. But if you're not, uh, if you don't have the internet and you're listening from home today, um, we do have a contact number that you can leave a message and we'll have someone's uh, ticket. uh, Wonderful person. O four three nine, eight two zero six zero seven. And I guess while I'm here, I just would like to, if it's okay with you, Sally, yep. just thank the connect the um, project partners at this mm-hmm. event. Uh, without their support, we wouldn't obviously be able to um, ensure that uh, up to five hundred people attend this event for free. Um, And it's through their wonderful um, uh, support of this event that we've we've been able to work on this um, wonderful celebration for LGBTI elders. Um, And the event is part of the Victorian Seniors Festival, which is a fantastic um, uh, uh, festival that has some wonderful events that um, we'll also notice there are many different um, events specifically for LGBTI elders, including a wonderful um, project Um, with the City of Melbourne um, that may be of interest um, uh, for a workshop for trans and gender diverse people as well, which is a really wonderful initiative that's been set up with Catherine Barrett and the City of Melbourne, um, as well as a number of other LGBTI-ish wonderful events that will be taking place. Um, And the Coming Back Out, ball is also in association with the Third National LGBTI Aging and Aged Care Conference, which will take place in the two days before the event, which is a fantastic, um, fantastic conference run by um, VALS and ARCHES that brings together um, uh, LGBTI elders and aged care service providers and uh, academics and, and thought leaders from around Australia and also internationally, I believe, um, which will be taking place and well worth checking out. Um, the project has been supported by the Australia Council for the Arts, uh, City of Melbourne, Margaret Lawrence Bequest and the Victorian state government, and the project has been generously auspiced by Auspicious art Projects and the Victorian AIDS Council. Yep, a huge
0: collaboration, and you've put it all together, and I've got to say one of my colleagues said on Facebook this morning after I posted about this um, that you have... Um, Quote, the energy that Tristan has puts the energizer bunny to shame. <laughs> so, oh. so um, yeah, um, you've put a lot of energy in and just, you know, you, thank you for consulting Transgender Victoria and by Alliance about it as well, which I will ex- um, declare any minor interest in. Um, it's a huge collaboration and, yes, as part of the exciting week of the Um, LGBTI Aging and Aged Care Conference um, which everyone's getting notifications of successful abstracts this week which is all happening so yep um, it'll be part of a big week um, for sure Um, so yep really really huge Um, keep um, sending any updates on um, events, bands, et cetera, through to me. I have to leave it there so I can Absolutely. hop out of the, the studio for the next program. But um, yes. Tristan, thanks for coming on today. Much appreciated. Thank you for all your energy and your respect for our Rainbow Elders um, you know, for putting this together and looking forward to a big glam-up on the first Saturday in October.
1: Sounds fabulous. And, and Sally, thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with you. It's really appreciated.
0: No worries. Have a good Sunday, Tristan. Bye. Okay.
1: Bye-bye.
0: Tristan Meacham um, from all the Queen's men and all those project partners about the Coming Back Out Ball, um, com. if you're online, I'll I'll pop the number under the Facebook posts. Um, if you're not online, you won't see them. That's not going to work, is it? Um, we'll work out a way of getting it out there, but um, really, really important that we um, support that. Um, so um, very quickly, things what are coming up if you are listening on Sunday, um, the um, the Shed, formerly FTM Shed for Trans Men, um, on this afternoon in Carlton. PolyVic Social, also on later this afternoon. If you're a poly trans man, um, you know, get those Ubers working, I suppose. Bent TV rocketing along on Friday nights. Gender Queer Australia next um, Saturday. So lots and lots of stuff happening. Of course, keeping an eye on all sorts of issues. Um, watch this space for developments on all of them. And the good news is I've been putting out the call for personal stories. Now I've got two lined up next week. The fabulous Wombat will be um, joining me. Um, so find out why Wombat is who they are. That's all I can say. Um, thank you, Melina, for your support. Didn't get a time to look at the Chelsea Manning article, but I did see another one on it um, about Chelsea's finding their own style, which I think every trans and gender diverse person needs to do. Um, so thank you for listening in, um, and yes, another personal story, um, as we start approaching Celebrate Bisexuality Today from someone who, as part of their intersectionality, identifies as bi, so that will be coming up, um, the week after next, so one mat, and then a bi story, um, all happening on Out of the Pan. Take it out today, well, we're talking generations, and this touches on generations in a way. Um, no, it's not, um, to... Uh, as the um, um, the uh, Late Show did. It's not Grasby, Grills, Nudge and Plum. No, it's Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young from their greatest hits compilation um, and Teach Your Children. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio
1: station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia.